0: Log Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's the recruiting animal here on April twentieth, two zero. 2016. And, you know, I want to tell you that I was reading a book this week. Not the whole thing. I was just browsing. It was about the culture of the 1950s. And there was a chapter in it on Little Richard. And I learned something I didn't know before. Apparently, his song, Tutti Fruity, was about gay sex. Because fruit was a slang term for gay back then in the 50s. And the original lyrics were Tutti Fruity, good booty. I won't read you the rest, right? But Richard was gay or bisexual, I'm not clear about that. But he was also raised in a religious home by his mother. And this, you know, opposition created a lot of tension in his life. And the author of the book claimed that Richard's songs are all about the snatches of joy one gets in a life that is otherwise dominated by oppressive responsibility duty and responsibility and he quotes a famous song just to prove that good golly miss molly good golly miss molly you sure like the ball when you're rocking in a rolling you can't hear your mama call you can't hear that call of duty you can't hear your mother telling you what to do what's right and wrong Okay, now the reason I'm telling you this is that it, the, that's what it's like in the normal world of work. That's what work is like. It's no fun. And then you have to go out Saturday night to just blow off some steam and be a real person. But all the career counselors, what they tell you is that you have to go out and find work that you're passionate about. Oh, yeah, you got to be passionate. You know why? They want to tip the balance away from a life of oppressive responsibility and increase your moments of joy. That sounds nice, doesn't it? But it's not usually possible. It's a fantasy. So then you've got all these other spiritual people on social media. On Twitter, they're there all the time. What are they telling you to do? To feel gratitude. (laughs) Every minute of the day, right? You have to focus on the flower in the manure pile and lift yourself up of the mire of everyday life, just by the power of your own mind, right? But you know what? On this show, we're just like Little Richard. It's a moment of freedom in a phony world. And Jerry, Jerry, by the way, what show is this? This is the Recruiting
1: Animal Show!
0: Yeah, I mean, show you... by forcing
1: me to picture little Richard having gay sex. But What's wrong with that? Okay, it did not You tell me to not blow it.
0: My okay. goodness,
1: I'm having a hard time getting over that.
0: Okay, it well, well, listen, not appeal
1: that. to me, but hey, if you like it, go with it. Okay,
0: okay, okay. don't cause problems on the show. It's a diverse show. Okay, now I want yeah, the people, very. the people out on Twitter. To do me a favor. I'm using the Direct Connect function on Blog Talk Radio today. Last time I used it, it didn't work that well. So tell me if I'm too loud or tinny or whatever, and I'll, I'll glance over at Twitter every once in a while and see what you think. Now, Jerry, I, I, yeah. I met a bunch of people last night. In fact, I'm just too whacked out to do the show on too much excitement, right? But I got some interesting feedback about what we do on social media. I met this woman named Trisha Tamkin. You would like her, right? And she Probably. spoke very, like everybody. very, very highly of my Facebook group. But listen to this: when she gave me an example of a posting she really liked, it was from your group. Wow. It was oh, from my your goodness. group, Tootie yeah. Fruity. Yeah, Tootie Fruity. And then yeah. Trisha also told me. That I shout too much. She put it in a nice way. She didn't say you shout too much. She says you're shouting all the time, aren't you? Well, that's my way. I want to be like Bill O'Reilly, but I can't do it as well as him. Okay, so that's me. Sorry, okay. I'm sorry, Trisha. Okay? okay. Number Chet three.
1: Chad did not like your opening intro, by the way. He just thought that was. I oh, yeah, I
0: did. I thought it was very philosophical. And you know what? Like I told, uh, I told Bill Vick... In April of 2009, on my famous video, this is a spiritual show, and that was a spiritual introduction, okay? Okay. Now, All right. Some, something else we talked about last night, okay? We talked about the hold guy who... Hold on. Who this a, wait, one second.
1: What's going what? on up there? Why is Maureen it's, there and Jerry Christen it's, and, it's and Sally? It's a
0: conference. It's, you know, one
1: of the conferences. Conference, conference for, for what? Church. I didn't... I wasn't invited, and you know I love Toronto. It's my second home. You
0: know, I wasn't invited either. I just got Maureen asked me to pick her up at the airport. She so didn't want to pay for a huge
1: that's supposed to sit there at the airport, wait until these heavyweights get in.
0: Well, I gotta tell and you, you I was that? All of a sudden, Shally walks down the ramp, and it's like a cartoon becoming real. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah, like and I gotta tell you, he wasn't very excited to see me. I said, Charlie. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Okay. He's just been to too many of these conferences. He, he's seen all these people. It's not a big deal to yeah, have someone come to just, life. Yeah, the thrill is gone. Of, uh, it's just free media team. for him. But like, uh, the thrill is Anyway, gone. let me just, I've seen just that wrap better. up the intro. Okay, I just want to get this stuff because I did learn it was different for me, being out talking to those people. And, you know, this we talked about What's that What's different for you
1: just being out?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Who quit? my I got to tell you, everybody believes everything you bad you say about me on this show, right? And they, I go out and they think I'm some kind of freak. Okay, that's what happens again and again. Maybe it's the Kelly opposite. Blockdyke. I met Kelly Blockdyke and her husband, and you know she gave a hug to Daryl and she kind of backed away from me. She says, "I know you don't like people touching you. You okay? hate so uh, I don't like it, but you know the odd hug. I was happy to hug her. Well, anyway." Yeah, right. Okay. So, but we talked last night about the guy who quit my Facebook group because you disagreed with him about the usefulness of Twitter for recruiting. (laughs) (laughs) And the consensus was... That Jerry might seem scary, but Jerry is just Jerry, right? I'm just Jerry might seem scary, but Jerry is just Jerry and you can't let him get to you. But the guy did let he let let you get to him because I said, Don't worry about Jerry, he let me get to him because he hates us. Dude, I'm crazy. Think he got to himself. See? Okay. He wasn't let the go. Okay. He just One kept going thing. and going okay. and going. I'm gonna well, tell screw you him. you gave match. You know, I used to call Matt Matty, like your morning Matty. I put it up on my Facebook group. Nobody's interested in this, but you and me, I want to rush through it, though. But you gave Matt Charney the name Matt, Matty Matt, and I like that, because on this recruiting, on this uh, conference circus, they yeah. call him the great Charini. I don't like that so much. I no, like Matty Matt. Like better than Matt. The great Charini. Okay? okay, so let's get right. to the guest. Anthony DeBerry. Somebody hung up already, okay? Area code 781. Anthony DeBerry. Yeah.
1: It was that dude. It was it was the Zach Brown guy called in because he, he he knew that he was going to make the highlight reel, the top of the hour.
0: Uh huh. We confirmed okay. it and he failed DeBerry. again.
2: Anthony DeBerry,
0: Anthony DeBerry, are you here?
2: Uh, I am. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can. Oh, okay,
0: why is gratitude phony, Holly Wrestling? Because the world is full of garbage, and what they're telling you to do is focus on those little things that are good. Okay, that's why. The flower in the manure pile. I didn't make that up. I think it comes from some kind of Buddhist thing again. Okay, and uh, Jerry, for your information, Chad Balby didn't say that he didn't like it. He said it was odd, the introduction. Okay, okay. who likes there stuff you that's odd? I, I, I just interpreted what
1: he said, dude. That's what you paid me for. Okay,
0: so anyway, Anthony, weird. Yeah, Anthony DeBerry picked a song that I don't know, so you lead off, okay? Or we can just skip it. You start it. I'll try to follow. We're just going to do the chorus, okay? It's Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. You you count it off and you start. I got the lyrics in front of me. The chorus. All right.
2: Just the chorus? Yeah. Okay, so, all right, then uh, one, let's two, start three. this
0: here. One, two, three, okay?
2: Okay. You one. Lead. Two, three. Don't stop me stop. now, because I'm having a good time. Having a, such a good time. I'm having a having.
0: ball.
2: Forget it. I'm a shooting Don't star leaping through this sky now. like a tiger. You wanna have a good
0: time?
2: I'm Just give me a call.
0: Okay, forget it. Look, you were in the yeah. Army. I'm going to introduce you, okay? I spent your song time <laughs> okay. talking to Jerry. Okay, you were in the Army, and
2: you were a linguistic staff
0: sergeant what's that
2: um well that's actually the title that i put out in public yeah, yeah. um but I w- i've actually got a question for you because i know you like to research people um do you know what my real job in the army was you were
0: either a spy or a translator and and, and you studied farsi so i guess you were preparing for an invasion of iran
2: well, so what I actually was is it's a 35-mic, which is a human intelligence collector, and essentially what that is is it's a source handler or interrogator. And so, Oh, really? Oh,
0: great.
2: Yeah, so tell yeah, us so about
0: – let's just move right away to interview techniques. How do you get information from people? Where were really, you, in Iraq?
2: Uh, well, I can't talk a little bit Abu about grab, my operational side of things. you
0: waterboard,
1: for God's sakes. That's how.
2: <laughs> okay. That's Tell us those somebody. are the kind of uh, bad word I'm not going to use that, uh, okay. that we do get a bad rap for, but that's not us. Yeah. We're actually more okay. of a honey over vinegar technique because
1: that? that's the way you're going
2: to get people. Um, and so that's, that's what they teach you. And then they teach you about how to really develop rapport with people, get that ball rolling, and then as well as really drilling down into questioning. And interviewing so to make sure you're, you're as thorough as possible because the most minute of detail um, can reveal either a critical piece of information or that this guy is completely blown, blown smoke
0: okay so hold on a second what
2: does honey over vinegar mean
0: the other guys have vinegar and you're nice to him so you catch more flies with honey is that what you're saying
2: yeah, exactly, exactly. Formerly so known as good it's cop, very bad much cop. We, we don't oh, want do to, to, nice to people, but you know. I'm over vinegar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but oh, wow. if, you know, sometimes when needs be, then you've got to not be as friendly. So.
1: I bet but, the government on, spent no, 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 like we'll $75 million okay, to find a new phrase for good cop,
0: bad cop. It's not good cop, bad cop.
1: It is.
2: Oh no, it that's completely, completely different. That's actually called mutton. Jeff is good caught back. Okay.
0: Well, how about how about giving us some some Jerry? would just step aside for a second. How about telling us? So give us an example of when you've got somebody who's let's say nervous or resistant. How you warm them up, build that rapport.
2: Well, and it and it's not a direct translation into the recruiting sense of things. But what it is is like let's say that you've got somebody who's nervous because. Obviously, we're working with detainees a lot of times. And so, you know, we really kind of help them realize that we're there to try and help them get the best um, situation for them out of this. You know, hey, I know that your family's probably at home worried right now. Um, you know, help me. And we're going to kill them unless so you start coughing it can... up. What was that? And we're Forget gonna kill him. Your family you? If you don't start coughing up the info.
0: You no, the intro? It, not at all. Not at all. It's more
2: like, hey, let me help you out. Let me see if I can at least get you a, a visit with your family. But, you know, my superiors need to see that you're willing to work with us so that they're willing to work with you type of a thing. So, so let's you know, say you're with I'm a candidate. A, a, let me talk. Okay.
0: You're with a candidate. You see the person's a little nervous. Do so you say, listen, I want this to be, you know, the best experience for you. You don't have to worry. I'm on your side. Is that essentially what you should do?
2: I kind of pitch myself more as like an agent, um, to them. I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm here to make sure that you're as successful as possible because in order for me to be successful, I've got to make sure you're going to be successful. So let's work out all the kinks now, you know, no need to be worried with me. Think of me more as a friend who's trying to help you get the job. And then let's kind of make sure that this is going to be the right fit for you and make sure you're as ready as possible.
0: Okay, and so let's say you said there's certain details that, you know, uh, telltale uh, details, so to speak, that, you know, they'll tell you whether the person's lying or whether there's a, a deep mine of information that you should probe. Can you give an, give an example of, does that happen in everyday recruiting as well?
2: Um, a little bit. It, it's, it's kind of a little bit more difficult in a recruiting aspect just because it's not as easy to catch people in a lie, because a lot of times it's more general lies um, that would catch people. And so like, let's say that, you know, you ask them about a specific vehicle, for example, and then, you know, the the color of the car changes after we re-question them about it. Then we're like, okay, well maybe this, this story isn't as accurate because the truth doesn't change. Only lies change. And so Um, If there's inconsistency there, then we're logging that entire thing because we're we're very consistent and methodical about how we do our questioning. Um, And with candidates, it's difficult, especially if you get into more technical roles, like certain type of developers and whatnot, because I'm not an expert with those types of things. So, But if it's certain things that I do have a more in-depth knowledge of, then I can kind of sniff out some of the BS a little bit more. Okay. So that so what way happens, we can make so sure. You say, you say, what was
0: your role in, in this project, this IT guy? Because you're an IT recruiter. And uh, mm-hmm. I should say, your your, tw- your Twitter address, if anybody wants to use it, is, is Anthony underscore DeBerry. Anthony is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y underscore D-E-B-E-R-R-Y. That's right, isn't it?
2: Yep. You got it.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot of Anthony DeBerrys. I'd never heard the name before, but, but you're not the only one. Okay, but he's I the know, one with blonde hair. He's the only yep. one with blonde hair. Okay, so um, so with, if you're interviewing an IT guy or woman and they say, you know, I, I had a big role in this project, really ideally what you would have is a checklist of things that someone who really had a leading role would know and you run through those and say, did you do this, yes or no? It's essentially, that would be the best thing. And then later on, you'd come back and see if they you know, had changed the story. Is that, is that essentially what, you're, what the best thing to do would be?
2: Sort of. Uh, yeah, you'd pretty much work your way through a, a list of information that you are familiar with. Uh, and then once you've worked your way through that, then kind of almost do it backwards so that way, you can go ahead and make sure that you're double checking everything. So, do you do
0: that? Do you, right do you ask people questions twice, the same questions, to, to check them out?
2: Um, certain ones. Uh, really, what I do is I've got a, uh, more of an hourglass type of a questioning technique, um, which is something that they taught us, right? So that way, they don't necessarily know exactly the information that you're going for. And what I mean by that is you start off really super broad, you know, which is essentially where the rapport building starts. And then you kind of funnel it down into the meat and potatoes of the conversation and get really, really specific about what the really, really technical stuff is um, that you're very familiar with and then work your way back out. And then as you're ongoing uh, communi- or as you've got ongoing communication with those candidates, then you kind of just double check that and be like, oh, hey, you know, well, did you say that it was this sort of a methodology that you were familiar with or this one or what was your experience like that on? Just because a lot of times, you know, if you do have uh, a candidate who kind of fluffs up his resume a little bit better than what that person actually is, then that way it kind of helps you cut through the BS a little bit because when you're trying to talk to him on the fly, then – it's hard for them to keep consistent with a lie, if there is a lie.
0: Okay, anybody got a question for Anthony DeBerry, who's on the line right now?
2: Anybody got a question?
0: No. Is Jerry still here? I heard someone hang up. And Jerry's so quiet, I oh, you must have gone for a sand- sandwich no, or something. No, you told like me to there.
1: just clam it up. Uh,
0: well, you weren't letting I'm, him get a word okay? I'm clamming. Okay. okay, well, keep it clamming. Actually, I was typing
1: there. up a fee agreement for a uh-huh. new potential customer. I don't say customer.
0: Uh-huh. What do you call potential them? Potential customers. Clients? Oh, potential. potential customers. Yeah. Okay. So, you know what? I'm going to get tough with you now. That was our little warm-up section, Anthony. I mm, use the same technique, The gloves okay. are coming off. Yeah. Uh-oh, the gloves, gloves are, are coming, are coming off. off. Homebook's coming out. Yeah. What's your title? You're uh, with a staffing company that does, I guess the same thing as Jerry. You place IT uh, developers on contract. Am I right or wrong about that?
2: Um. Uh, Well, that is one aspect of it. I do basically any sort of IT because I got my beginnings in IT fresh out of high school. And so that's kind of where I really took off and kind of what piqued my interest in it. But I'll do everything from, you know, entry-level IT jobs up to, you know, senior lead developers or whatever the need may be.
1: But hold on. We weren't asking what specific skill sets within IT. You say you'll do anything. Does that mean you will recruit and place people? Yes. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Animal, this guy's being slippery already. He can't no, even can tell you what he's doing. okay, but you, I, you took over, okay? okay? Okay, here's what I was
0: going to ask him, okay? First of all, I said, are they contract or are they perm? You tell us, say, say now, contract or perm? Both. Or both? Both, okay. Now, here's the next question. Your role is you don't source people, you don't find people. You are a, a candidate management person and a client management person. Am I right about that? Yeah, I'm full desk. Full desk means you source them. Oh, gosh. Yep.
1: Full desk means that you
0: source your own people. I do. Yeah, but that. But your title on LinkedIn doesn't say that. You say you're a, a client devel uh client relationship manager or a talent manager. That's not a sor- that's not a sorcerer. Talent manager? Trust me, I, I know.
2: I know. It's that's I, I, I I'm that's out of my hands. I'll leave it at that. Out of okay, your well, hands. You should fill in the- well, Go ahead, Jerry. Now you get them. Well,
1: I mean you
0: I can't. I can't.
1: I, I, he's okay. already Can lost like me. I'm gonna. It's gonna take me uh, a few minutes for
0: research <laughs> to come back at him. Okay, go look at his LinkedIn profile, everybody. I'm gonna do an ad. You know, everyone. Jerry is always telling me that I'm too narrow-minded because I want to know the right way to do something. And Jerry says there isn't one right way. It depends on the circumstances, okay? If you want to do things right, he says, you can't lock yourself into any one way of doing things. You have to be flexible and versatile. And you know what? The same thing is true. In the world of recruiting software, some software is geared towards staffing, and some software is geared toward direct hire, and some is geared toward executive search, but there's one recruiting software that embraces every kind of recruiting, and you know what that is? It's PC Recruiter. Recruiter is run by Martin Snyder. He's the president of Main Sequence Technology. And you can find PC Recruiter at PCRecruiter.com. That's the logical place to go for it. PCRecruiter.com. They've got over 3,100 clients worldwide. Thank you. And back to our guest. Anthony DeBerry. Anthony, do you believe that the barriers to entry in our profession are so low that the best practices are often anything but? And I quote the famous Steve Levy there. He said that.
2: Well, I think that it's the barriers are super low for entry. I, I completely agree with that. When I came into this business, I was not exactly... The best fit i would say but i it's i think that it's about resourcefulness not about what somebody's background is and so you know it's whether or not somebody is moldable and shaped, uh, being able to be shaped into a good recruiter or a good sourcer or a good client manager however you want to word it um, got, got okay, a question Steve, got, got a question go ahead yep go
0: ahead
1: were were you the linguistics staff sergeant from 2008 to june of 2014 and a technical recruiter at robert half from 2010 till 2014
2: yes i was in the national guard and so basically what it is is you know every weekend i would go out uh or one weekend a month rather i'd go out and for a few weeks a year or on missions as necessary
1: okay it said the u.s army uh yeah. The National Guard. Otherwise, I would have understood that. Jerry's a bad yeah, cop.
0: Okay. 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 So, no, I'm you honey. know what? I'm the honey. Okay. Okay, great. <laughs> Two weeks ago, when Steve Levy, who's listening to the show, when he was on, he had a debate with Jim Durbin. And Jim was claiming that these uh, recruiting, the mass uh, recruiting firms, the huge ones like Robert Half, are actually mm-hmm. like the boot camp for uh, new entry. So you're going to find a low level of recruiter there, lots of them, but that's how they actually learn. That's the top of the funnel. Would you say that's true? Totally-, totally
2: agree? Totally agree. So I, I think that kind of separates the wheat from the chaff in that you're going to get people who end up getting just can't handle the pressure, get beaten down, torn apart. And are just like, wow, this industry sucks. And then there's going to be people like myself who's like, I, I hate the company that I work for, but what I'm doing is really cool. And mm-hmm. so I got burnt out on recruiting for a little bit, got another opportunity and mm-hmm. um, stepped away from it. But I I always knew that I loved recruiting. And, you know, as as terrible of a company as some of those puppy mill, as it were, uh, recruiting agencies are. I like it. Puppy. Um, yeah. And so – <laughs> um I, I I I decided that you know okay, I'm going to Okay, 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 okay.
0: Okay. What did you learn at Robert Half that you uh still carry with you and you think is great? Anything comes to the top of mind so I don't have to drag it out of you?
2: Honestly, th- that place didn't teach me a whole lot. I learned it all myself there because it was kind of fend for yourself there. Really? Oh. Yeah, a big company oh, yeah. like that
0: doesn't have a training program.
2: <laughs> they sent me on a three-day training three months after I'd started, and did you go um, to the Tall Pony Ranch? I, I, I Pete I'm not. With? I, I can Oh, good. Jerry, why no, I have, I have the... no idea okay. what the what the Tall he Pony Ranch? He said he
1: went is. on a three-day thing. Pete Lefkowitz has the three-day Tall Pony Ranch in Missouri. It's the recruiter's boot camp. I was only trying to help the audience possibly put it together. So back off.
2: I would love to check that out, but that that was all in-house, basically fluff, very entry-level type of recruiting stuff that by that time – the the quality. So if someone was coming into the out. business, if someone
0: was coming into the business, do you have any recommendations for them where they should get a job to get well-trained? You don't know. Cause you didn't get good training. Is that what you're telling us? And let's pick up the pace. Okay. The show's like going a little too slow. People were going to be falling asleep and dropping off. Go ahead. Yeah,
2: no worries. So I'd say, honestly, just be rely on yourself to learn. Uh, there's plenty of awesome free resources out there instead of good companies. Uh, teach yourself because relying on somebody else for your own success is just going to screw you over I mean for Mm -hmm. example right now when I just got back into recruiting I'm using all sorts of stuff like webinars that they've got on ERE or recruiting daily Mm -hmm, that they've mm -hmm. got available for free to people there's all sorts of awesome shows like yours and all sorts of incredible sites that have daily posts. Are you a
1: member of uh, the world famous recruiting group on Facebook, recruiters who actually make placements. It's a closed. It's a closed group, so it's not. You're not going to find porn spammers and all kinds of weird stuff on it, like you might in some of the other open groups. It's recruiters who actually make placements. Go check it out.
2: I'm definitely going to. I'm definitely right. going to. You will be well served.
0: Okay. I look forward okay. to
2: it. So, so next question. Do you,
0: believe, do you believe, and I heard this from another conference, that high performers are on Facebook all day, so you have to recruit there?
2: I would easily say that that is now the best way for me to get a hold of people. That's where I get the greatest response rate, um, just because everybody's got Facebook. And so that's how I'm reaching out to my candidates. That's not where I find my candidates initially, Um, but that's usually where I am communicating the most with my candidates. Yes.
1: Really? So So you'll make somebody down on Facebook and connect and say, Hey, be my friend.
2: No, no. I'll just straight up shoot them a message. Just be like, Hey, you know, I'm working on X, Y, Z position. And I think that, you know, this is why you'll like it. Um, and I really enjoy this about your background. Uh, let me know if this is going to be a good fit for you or if I should just quit bugging you. Wow.
0: And what what's your response rate?
2: Um it is it's still pretty low, I'm not going to lie. Um but it's I'd say okay. maybe about low, 20%? Low, low is an
0: answer. 25% okay. That's low. How come you don't just phone mm-hmm. people?
2: Oh, I do that as well. But I'm I'm using every avenue of approach that I can. So, okay. I will uh-huh. Like, I'm definitely calling people multiple times. I'll email people. Um, I will... How many times?
0: How many times? How many times will you follow up with someone before you leave them alone?
2: I'll usually go ahead and email them three times, call them three times, leave one voicemail, no more than that. And then I will go ahead and reach out to them at least once on as many platforms as I can. Up to five. so...
0: Okay, okay, so hold on a second. Are these IT people at the level you're recruiting at, are they, uh, you know, super saturated with uh, approaches from recruiters like you? Are they jaded?
2: Do they hate you? I I definitely think in the traditional forms of communication, that is more. Because, like, for example, um, I really like to focus on Android developer positions a lot of times. Uh, and those people are basically just assaulted by recruiters, and they get the most crappy, generic kind of um, communication from recruiters because they are in such high demand. So that's another reason why I'll use something like Facebook is because it pops out. I will use gifs in my messages because that, you know, gives me the chance to kind of differentiate myself. maybe, create a chuckle, um, something that'll make it more memorable for them. Uh, and then as opposed to, you know, answering some out of state phone number that they don't know. Okay.
0: Two things, two things. Levy recruits has put on, on, on Twitter that he's fallen asleep. Okay. So just call in and ask some questions, Levy. That's okay. I don't mind Levy, Mr. Levy call in and ask some questions. Number two, can't even remember. I was going to ask you a follow-up question. So why are you recruiting these guys who are, you know, totally bugged by everybody else? Why don't you go somewhere where it's it's not so popular? Well, why did you choose that? Like, why do you go after these Android guys if everybody's after them? And are you
2: getting them? Is it is it successful? I mean, yeah. why why do
0: you want to talk to
2: people who hate you? Because that's where the money is at.
0: Okay. To be honest.
2: Because I mean, and, and, and that's not my only place. That's that's sort of a niche that I'm trying to carve out for Where myself. Where do you find people on
0: LinkedIn? LinkedIn. Yes or no?
2: Is that your major yeah, yeah. source? Yeah, okay, that's one fine. of the major sources. I've, I'll find people uh, on LinkedIn, on bot. GitHub, Everybody's on Secret Spot, LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. No, I, actually, a lot of the better places that I'll find people is on GitHub or Stack Overflow, honestly. Uh, uh-huh. Just for developers, though.
0: Okay. I read about this thing called the 20-second rule. When you present a case to somebody, like you're explaining a position, you've got like 20 seconds, 30 at tops, to sound like you know what you're talking about. If you take longer than that, even if what you're saying is right, it's going to make you seem incompetent. Is that true in your experience? Like you have to be able to let it just come out of the tip of your tongue and you can't stall you can't falter at all i mean it's your presentation that makes as much uh sense to uh, a stranger as you know the substance of what you're saying
2: i think that it's kind of a fine balance between the two It, it, it really depends on your audience but i'd say that 20 seconds is a great one because we're in a current environment of people who have that attention span they want that quick little response But, you know, if you're working with the the right person and you've done your research, if it's something that takes longer than that, awesome.
0: Okay, I'm going to do an ad. Okay, look, everyone, now another word from our sponsor. I got this long script, and I've broken it up in two parts, so don't worry that I'm going to go on like I did last week, okay? Everybody is claiming that text and social media are now the hot new forms of communication. Quiet, please, Jerry. Oh Well, I'm look, can he's making noise during the ad, okay? Am I on mute? No. Can you hear me? Can anybody hear this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. Yeah, everyone's Apologies. claiming. Let me go back a second. On, Everybody's back claiming back. that text and social media are now the can hottest you hear me forms now? of communication. Yeah, I can. But everybody and, knows that email is still the greatest thing on earth, right? And PC recruiter. P.C. Recruiter handles email the way you want it handled. It works with your mobile phone accounts and always shows you're connected, you're sent, and received email for every candidate and hiring authority. P.C. dot com. Now back to the show. Anthony, did you have some questions you wanted to ask us because you want to learn something? Because I feel like I'm, I'm slogging through the mud here, okay? I'm not getting anywhere. My, uh, there's people listening to the show, and I'm getting a lot of negative feedback for them. We have to entertain them better than we're doing, okay? So what right. should I be asking you? Now, i got to tell you, there's something unique about you. For some reason, the United States military picked you to question uh, enemies. You've got some special character trait. I don't know if it's just your language ability, but you know how to deal with people in a way that not many people know. I mean, that's the first thing I'd assume if you're a professional interrogator. Isn't there anything you can reveal to us that nobody else can? Because you know what you told us already about, yeah, warm them up a bit, then get right into it in the middle of a conversation, then back off, but, you know, throw a few little uh, uh, questions out there that, you know, might catch them. That's not a revelation. Shen, I thought you were going to tell me something I'd never heard of before. I wanted to know what a professional interrogator thought. So I've got two questions now. Are you holding back on us, number one? You can just say yes, but it's confidential, top secret. I can't tell ordinary people. And number two, what do you want us to tell you?
2: No, not at all. There, it's It really is just the same old techniques that have always been used. That's the reason why it's nothing new. Just like... You know, if you're a good recruiter, a lot of it is just the same old things that you've always been doing. Yes, we're in a changing environment, but a lot of the times it really does just take picking up the phone and sending out emails, you know, just making that activity. And so no, really, there's nothing that I'm really holding so according back. To you, it's just according that to you,
0: according to you, and what Kelly Blockdyke said a, a half an hour ago on on Twitter, recruiting is really just common sense. Like you said, you pick up the phone, you get on the phone with somebody, you say, Hey, this is my name, uh, I see this is what you're doing, I'm working on a position that requires that experience. Can I talk to you about it? Is that really all recruiting is?
2: Essentially, it doesn't take any I see, because it's, it's it's all about being um, consistent and persistent because, you know, a lot of the times people are just trying to reinvent the wheel. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm really interested in things like social recruiting and um, a lot of the personal branding stuff that's going on right now. But, you know, when it, when it gets to the end of the day. Oh, sorry. I know that's a bad word. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You already should reach out. I
0: didn't even stop you. Look, let me interrupt you there. What is it about this personal branding stuff that you're interested in? Because Jerry is an anti-personal branding expert. Okay. What is it you like about personal branding? You want people to be able to look at your profile on LinkedIn and say, that's
2: a man I trust. Is that what you're
0: talking about?
2: Yeah. In a sense, it's going to be the the chance for you to connect with, your candidates or clients on, uh, on a deeper level. So, you know, for example, I'm, I'm a very outdoorsy type of guy and I make that known. So that way we've already got a a potential bond before I'm even in communication with them or once we start communicating. Yeah. And so that way I, you know, if they like to rock climb as well, maybe we can go rock climbing sometime, but it's, it's because people like to do do business with with people that they like not uh, and, and not people that they hate. And so that's what I'm looking for, is I'm looking for people who are going to be like-minded and they're going to be easy to work with. I'm not going to be the guy that's trying to drag one when I can run with 100.
0: Okay, so you want to brand yourself as the rock-climbing recruiter? Is that what I'm hearing? Jerry, did you hear that?
1: Yeah, outdoorsy. And then I, I asked him what that meant, and then he clarified uh, rock climbing, I think outdoorsy is what he's going for. Not necessarily
2: rock climbing. Okay, so, so and if you're, if you're IT, not just the outdoors, just I, uh, there's a lot of things that I'm into.
1: But I'm reading I'm your stuff. I'm a gamer,
2: avid no, no, traveler, yeah, okay. yeah gamer, food and drink movies, enthusiast, like and everything. movie buff, yeah, like I don't everything. even see
1: outdoorsy there. Yeah, me neither. Okay, slippery.
0: Anyway, he's okay. slipping on you. Well, okay. Well, I guess that's the question we're throwing. Now we're getting him in the vice. What do you do when people, you know, he lie? doesn't even know uh, what his own is, personal brand is. Okay. Well, that's, we're going to help him today. He came here oh a little goodness. bit. He wanted he wanted some help. Okay. Yeah. So uh, first of all, I got to tell you why are you interested in social recruiting? I think it's pretty well proven. And, you know, Shannon Pritchett, Pritchett, her new name's Pritchett, right? Pritchett. She told me last night Mm -hmm. that she tried recruiting on Twitter, and the results were so low that she gave it up, right? I'm pretty sure that's what she told me. I mean, and she's an expert sourcer. She's in charge of SourceCon now. Why are you interested
1: in social recruiting? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back up here a little
0: bit. The
1: person in charge of the number one sourcing conference on the globe. Yeah. Yeah. Agrees with what I've been saying now for years Twitter is <laughs> bullshit. Can, you, can well, you see how that came full circle, animal? And I have to it, point it out.
0: The point is just when everybody's moving away for it, we got this Anthony DeBerry or Tony. Do people call you Tony or Anthony? What's your favorite preference? Anthony. Avid rock okay. climber, Tony. Anthony. Yeah, okay. So we got Anthony Everybody DeBerry saying that. he's interested in social recruiting. What do you mean when you say you're interested in social recruiting? I'd say by contacting
2: people on Facebook, you're doing more social recruiting
0: than 90% of all the other recruiters in the world.
2: And, and I, think, I think what I mean more is the, the marketing aspect of social recruiting, um, it, which is something that I don't know a whole lot about, which is why I want to learn more about it. And okay. that's why it interests me.
1: Chances so, are you already know everything I, that you need I'm to know. I'm
2: actually a skeptic on it as well, um, but I, I think that social media is a great way to contact people once you've identified them. As far yeah, as okay. the marketing aspect of it, I'm I, I question what the the response would be as well, because I feel like it's kind of just peeing in the wind at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm 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 waiting to get. Uh, okay. My okay own personal don't
0: overtalk. Experience. Okay. Let me teach you something. That's why I interrupt people. Don't overtalk. I'm not like Jerry. I interrupt you when you're actually saying something. I interrupt you when you're not saying something, but you think you are. What are the red flags?
1: Oh, I like. What? I like that clarifier. I don't interrupt what? you when you're saying something. Only when you think you're saying something.
0: Yeah. What red flags? What, what, what flags do you see for loser candidates? If you get a generic cover letter, do you say this person's a loser, yes or no?
2: Yeah, yeah. If it's if really? it's something that doesn't really catch my eye um, and seems kind of boring, don't get me wrong, I'll still reach out to him and talk to him uh, at reach least out. once. You want, if you're a good guy, don't say reach out
0: here, okay? Just say contact. Sorry. I'll contact that person.
2: I'll contact okay? that person, and when I contact him, then if they're as dull as their resume is, then yeah, chances are I'm not going to work with them. But if there's potential there, then yeah, I'll go through. I'll, I'll help. Okay, them okay, okay. Now I'm there. cutting you off. Remember what I told you? I'm cutting you off. Yep. What about no eye, no eye contact? Is that a, a red flag for you? Depends on the company that they're going to work for. If it's if it's some place where nobody else makes eye contact, then it's not a problem. If it's a super <laughs> social type of environment, yeah.
0: Okay. Do you do new business development? Yes. Well, t- tell us. How do you get new clients? No one ever talks about that on this show. Nobody.
2: Break yeah. right um, new ground. Well, and, and and you're gonna have to cut me a sl- some slack here because I am getting back into things. But what I do is I go ahead and pretty much reverse engineer whatever IT positions that I'm saying posted or leveraging my network where I see that they're looking for people within that or, or with relationships that already have developed to get my foot in the door. And I know that's really vague, but it's because it's not something that I can kind of answer in that 22nd response. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it's really just kind of planting seeds essentially. And, you know, I'm not going to get all of them, but, over time as as I'm just consistently planting more and more seeds eventually what about it's going seeds? to What about, what about when you
0: want to get a job to work on this week? What do you do? We're not talking strategic, we're talking about now. Can't you give me an answer?
2: Well, in that sort of a scenario, I that's when I'd shift to recruiting at that point, honestly, because if I'm just going to go ahead and try and find, or if I'm trying to make quick money there's tons of open recs already out there within my company that I can just jump on at any time.
0: Okay.
1: Well, okay.
2: what's, wrong with, what's okay. wrong with that then? What do you mean quick, mo- just, what's what, quick
0: money? quick money? I want to know about somebody who wants to do primarily sales to bring in new clients. Cause I've got to tell you something. I think that's where the biggest money is in recruiting, bringing in the business. I agree. That's what you do, Jerry. That's what you do, Jerry. And you get your underlings to do all the heavy lifting.
1: First right. of all, they're not underlings, okay? That's a dismissive term. The people on my team are Agreed. core members of this team.
0: They're associates, yeah, they just they like the guys who that.
2: greet people at, at Walmart,
0: okay? Yeah, okay, okay.
2: Anything me, else? The recruiters or Walmart uh, greeters now. What? 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 Recruiters are Walmart greeters now? That's what he thinks. You know, yeah. I say, I, yeah. It's okay. Kind of well, anyway. Okay. Okay. Anybody else want to ask a question? Anthony, questions?
1: you I... gotta you gotta understand where animals coming from. The last, see, I want to say four or five days. His group has been attacked by a lot of Trojan horse people that he allowed in with no screening over the well, last year. Get just off of to win. It's,
0: nobody wants to hear Jerry. It's a show. Don't take I your private after the show. He's been okay. He's attacked by porn bots. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Does anybody <laughs> have just a good say question? It. Anybody got a good question to, to, to liven it up a bit? I, okay.
1: do. I do. Tell what? us a little bit about your company, Tima Solutions. Who are you?
2: Well, Tima is actually a really cool company. It's basically one of our big selling points is that we don't hire noob recruiters, as it were, and that we only hire experienced recruiters. And so it's all remote-based. Everybody works from wherever they want, works on whatever they want, and they basically just give us the the free reign to work on anything that we want to, as long as we meet, you know, a very minimum level of production. Then they just leave us alone.
1: Okay, so so it's a virtual company then. Team of Solutions is
2: yep. How, like how many how many people? I mean, do you know or uh, a couple hundred? What do you care? I don't what know do the we care, that's not interesting.
1: I want, Is this interesting? No, yeah, finally, an interesting question about what this guy does and who he does it for, and you cut me off.
0: Yeah, See, I don't think we You never really
1: get anywhere with anybody, Animal. It's all this pie-in-the-sky mm-hmm. theoretical crap. I want to know what this dude does.
0: I've got to tell you, Martin Snyder, who's paying for this show, said that I'm not theoretical enough. Okay, there you go. Getting it coming and going. What about a testimonial on a resume? Well someone puts like a recommendation right on their resume. Do you find that a uh, turn off? Wait a minute. Wait like a minute. Wait a minute. Wait
1: a minute. So you're totally dismissing some of the questions that I was asking. I find yeah, it uh, interesting, I find it interesting that there is a company, Team Solutions Group, that has a couple hundred virtual recruiters. I find that interesting. But you want to ask about a cover letter? Or what was your oh, stupid geez. question you just asked there? What was it? I, I don't remember.
0: I don't I know. Got that. Listen, let me do. Let me do another ad. Another hey, ad. God! Yeah. PC Recruiter handles email marketing so you can build lists and send hundreds or thousands of emails and manage the resulting activity like opt in or opt out requests with ease. And that includes by the way Canadian opt in rules. If you use Microsoft Outlook, PC Recruiter appears directly In your Outlook screen. No more switching between applications a hundred times a day. Remember that, right? No ATS or recruiting software has more and better choices for email, SMS, and social than PC Recruiter. If you want to check it out, and I know you do, go to PCRecruiter.com. PC Recruiter has over 3,100 clients worldwide and I think you want to join them. Okay, Jerry, ask your question now. I, I don't even care anymore. You don't even know what it is. Anthony, ask us a question. Somebody on Twitter. Hold it, hold
1: question. it, hold it. I just got a private message.
0: Yeah, I saw a message here. From, from Michael Cox.
1: No, no. This is somebody, an elder in our community, okay? Yeah. A guy yeah. or a guy that doesn't call in all the time. Steve he just Levy. sent me a note. He or she Steve said, Levy. this show sucks.
0: Steve Levy. So okay, well, who said? is no. that? Tell Not me. Levy. to help me. I'm no, begging for on. help. Dude. I'm, I'm begging for help. So bad.
1: The show was on the right track when he was. Team of Solutions Group has 200 virtual recruiters. I'd just like to understand that a little bit. Okay, but you want ahead. to ask about yeah, my so, so would
0: I. So would I. That would, Seriously,
1: yeah. this is very
0: interesting. Okay, go ahead.
1: Go ahead go ahead, okay, do it I mean, is everybody salaried or I mean can you I mean are you allowed to say anything about that Anthony or is it all um commission only or I mean how does it all work
2: yeah, uh, so I do know that there are certain people who get a draw
1: um
2: yeah, sure but but I myself I'm straight commission only okay and it's that that's pretty much how everybody that's how all anybody who's in client development or talent management pretty much works uh is just a hundred percent. Wow. Yeah, is just hundred percent commission based. So Team
1: of Solutions is uh, several hundred people working their asses off on commission only for some guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And they, I mean, they've won like tons of awards for it. I'm not going to go into that, but it's because we they're pretty much only hiring top talent. They're only going to hire the best of the best, so my, people who uh, aren't uh, afraid of that kind of a thing.
1: Uh, yeah. Now, that same person who's not afraid of that, why wouldn't that same person just go work for themselves?
2: Because, for example, I myself, I doing the back-end side of things, all of the um, invoicing crap like that, I hate that. that so that, is, that's
1: worth paying someone $100? and some thousand dollars a year to do that for you send some invoices
2: oh no no no! that's, wow. that's not it. i'm not going to get into the margins of it but huh. they, they they keep it very competitive okay super generous and that's, cool. that's why i was so quick as soon as i found out about this opportunity and as approached about this opportunity i was like yeah let's do it i want All to right. do this right now Cool. I appreciate that. Also, he gets a lot of
0: uh, job orders to work on, right? He doesn't have to look for them himself. Is that right?
2: Yeah, if I don't want to, there's always uh, hundreds of different uh, job orders that are open. And so I can just find one in a niche that I'm comfortable with or anything that's hot at the moment and just start attacking that if I want to.
0: And you're all connected by some online recruiting software and database, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We use uh, Compass is what it's called. And everybody's on that platform. And then we have uh, weekly calls that we jump on where everybody talks about the hottest different recs that are out there. So that way, if you want to work on the hottest ones, you can work on the the hottest ones. Or if you want to work on the, um, if you want to work on a specific niche, then you can go out and reach out to those different uh, client managers directly.
1: Okay, cool. Back to you, Animal. Finally, uh, dug out a little bit of interesting stuff there. You can yeah, go ahead okay. and stick
0: you, a fork. you block your well, look? I got to tell you, Jerry. Somebody might be sending you messages, but he's criticizing you at the same time. Because I've asked for help and you didn't give me any. Okay? okay. I did give you help.
1: I asked some specific questions. I'm trying to get away from this eye contact, cover letter, percentages. What? Come on, man. Yeah. Okay. You've got to you, you have a paying vendor now you got to uh-huh. step do it up.
0: Yeah, do you block your name and number? No. On your phone calls? No? Nope. Never? <laughs> what if you're calling more than one person to recruit in the same company, and the receptionist is going to see your name coming through again and again, asking for a bunch of different people?
2: Well, a lot of times I'm getting alternate forms of contact for them, so I wouldn't necessarily be going directly through the gatekeeper. Uh, but a lot of times if that is the – Issue where I am going through the gatekeeper, then I'm okay with that, because if, if, I, if that's my only avenue of approach, then I'm going to be screwing myself anyways
0: Hmm. OK. Are coffee shops bad places to interview?
2: No, I, I, I generally don't do them there personally, but I don't have an issue with it. I have recruited pe- or, uh, interviewed people at uh, coffee shops, but usually I'll just do it on Skype or via phone for the initial mm-hmm. interview.
0: Okay. Dead fish talkers.
2: If you've got someone on Skype and they're like a, a, a
0: handshake that just ever you know, grasps yours, are you going to send them out to an interview if they've got the skills that you're after?
2: It really depends on what the environment is like. If it's, if I think that that's going to be an environment that will be accepting to that type of a person. Totally.
0: Well, that's but just if like I, no, if I'm trying no to put square contact. peg okay.
2: into a round hole, to where, yeah, okay. you know, it's, hey, we're all going out for next beers. One, after next one, next one. Oh, moving on. Quick, this is a lightning round. Do, Quick, can I ask uh, a question,
1: though? A like, what? Do square pegs not fit in round holes? I just I I've they, never understood that phrase. I mean, a, a round peg wouldn't fit in a smaller round hole. What, what's the deal with that? Stop saying it, everybody.
0: Okay. Can you tell a candidate how long the hiring process is going to take?
2: I try to be as accurate as possible, but I can't always. You can't. How can you tell? You tell a, um, a client
0: how long it's going to take. Can you tell a client you, you've taken the job order today? Three weeks, I'll have three candidates for you. Can you do that? Or one week?
2: It, it depends on the client as well. So if oh, it's somebody man. that's that's a great client, then we can be clear and concise about it. But you know, if it's somebody that there's not good client control on, then you know who knows. And those are usually the types of jobs that I try and stay away with or stay away from because I like clear, concise
1: so timelines for my candidates.
2: If, if because you don't after have animals, if you don't
1: have a rough idea how long it's going to take to deliver a few qualified candidates to your customer, you should get out of the
2: business. Really? Oh, I thought yeah. you were talking about telling the candidates how long the interview process. Yeah, is Yeah, I going asked to be.
0: that first. I know you didn't understand. Yeah, and you
2: said no, and which I thought,
1: of course, you know how long it is. You know how really? long all this stuff is? Who really? doesn't? Get out. I don't. You don't know how long <laughs> an interview process at the customer is?
0: No. what? You so don't you know. know. Oh, you man. don't know. What? Bullshit. You don't know how long it's going you to take and you don't know how long it's going to take to find do, people. Do. If
1: you don't, then you Oh my god. Now, let
0: me give you an example. Let me the next question is going to be What do you tell, okay, do you show good people as they come in, you know, one candidate at a time, or do you wait to have a slate of three people? Let's say you're showing them one at a time, because they're hard to find candidates. You get somebody good, send them in. And he says, you know, uh, well, this guy is really good but missing something. I'd like to see some, some more people. And it's not 100% unreasonable. So this first candidate is going to be dangling for a while. You can't tell him for sure how long it's going to be, how long the process is going to be. You can't tell the, you can't tell the client either because you don't know how long it's going to take to bring in, you know, those three people that he wants to see. Maybe if you're doing the same thing day out, day in, day out, year after year, you know exactly. You know, and they're they're just run of the mill type people, like senior citizens. You place, Jerry. <laughs> okay. When I call for
1: pizza delivery, they tell me when it's getting here.
0: <laughs> yeah, now if I okay. said, oh
1: my goodness, I maybe tomorrow. I mean, you guys t- next couple days or later today.
2: God, I, how do you not okay. know this stuff, man? Mm-hmm. So with the, with the delivery of a candidate, I'll, I'll present him immediately, if I have my say, just because I don't want to keep the candidate in the lurch either, because the longer that that goes on, the, the less hot that candidate becomes okay. as well. Let me, I, I, I,
0: this is a final, final question. I'm quoting our good friend Michael Cox here. You show somebody who's pretty good, pretty darn good, to the hiring manager, and
2: she says,
0: hey, I really like this guy. Can you get me a few more people like him? What do you say back?
2: Why do you need to look at more people if this is a good candidate?
0: So how how, how hard are you going to? Pro- i like to see who's out there. What are you going to say then?
2: Then I'll be like, yeah, I can go ahead and bring him in. But just so you know, this candidate might not be there by the time we find that next good candidate. So you my actually, this
0: person leads you around by the nose on a stupid wild goose chase when you've got a good you know, bird in the hand.
2: Well, I, I'm no, not at all. Not at all. I'm trying to direct them as tactfully as possible to get back to be like, hey, this is the action that you need to take with this guy. Pick him up. I can look for other people. But in doing so, you're, you're risking losing this candidate. So let's work on, the, on getting just, this guy in the door. Look,
0: no way. What you tell me? What's wrong with this guy? Or, or I am not going out and looking for more. <laughs> Now's the time to make a move. Mr. Client, what do you think yeah. I am here for? <laughs> just to find the people let... to throw them away? Uh, that's
1: so that, ridiculous, that's... man. That's, that's... no, <laughs> no, it ridiculous? Like...
0: My time is worth money. This guy yeah. recognize your yeah. candidate when he sees it, yeah. I'm gonna play his game or am I oh, gonna yeah. make him play mine? Mm. Yeah. Bam! Cake okay, back customer. Yeah. <laughs> who's yeah Who's the expert? Who's <laughs> the expert? Me was sitting in his office oh. all day doing something else, and yeah. look at Kelly Blockdyke. She's playing both sides of the fence for me and Jerry. Oh. She says, usually I have a general idea about how long stuff takes, with Jerry's point of view, but often it takes longer than expected. She gives a little credit to me. Michael, or oh, not Michael, Anthony. Anthony D. Berry. Anthony D. Barry, Anthony D. Barry. Your middle initial is not D, I hope, because then it will be Anthony D. D. Barry. <laughs> Do you have D. any D. party
1: network? <laughs> 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 Dude, you if you poetry? don't know, how long it's going to take, then you, you're you you're not asking the right questions. You're totally in left field. You shouldn't be in this business. Hang it up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah okay. uh-huh. uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Unless you're yeah. in with a brand-new customer you've never worked for, in a field you've never recruited on, in some weird scenario, bizarro world, you can't tell me that you don't know How many interviews it's going to be? How long does it take between the couple? How many people do they expect to see? How long does it take to get an offer? What's the story? I've been doing it for 30 years. You do know.
0: Hiring managers,
1: is it fair to say that that this is an urgent enough uh, requirement that when we find the individual that you're looking for, that you'll be able to recognize that and pull the trigger?
0: Or is this a situation where you're going to want to see – Five or six people, regardless. Tim, that's what a great says, qualifying
2: question. Yeah. Well, what
0: if he says, uh, Travis, what if he says, yeah, I think I'd like to see half a dozen? And you know that's stupid. Wait a minute. Why is that stupid?
1: Animal, why, why is that stupid? Do you have such because a... If yep, you find for real a good people people person?
0: if you find a good
1: person, why
0: should you spend uh, time recruiting five more good people?
1: First of all, who says the good person—the first person you send in—is the good person? Who says that?
0: Well, you wouldn't send him in unless you thought he was good, right?
1: Uh, you, dude, you miss it, dude.
0: Rarely yeah, do you it, place
1: the first. It. Rarely do you place the first guy you send in. Because well, guess what? So you what? think the first one's just a trial balloon? No, the first one. Here I am explaining to a hand puppet.
0: Yes, yeah, go ahead, yeah. Yeah, I want to hear it. I the the first hear one it. is
1: either a hire or it tightens up the wreck and it tightens yeah, okay, up everything Yeah, okay, that's forward. the
0: answer. Steve Finkel yep. calls it a trial balloon. You see, so you it's send somebody. It's not a trial in.
1: balloon, though. No, it's not a trial balloon at all. Your your job is to find people who have the skill, who can do the job, and who are excited to do it. There might be uh-huh. more than
2: one.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, there are uh-huh. more than
1: one. Yeah,
0: but there's always <laughs> okay. more than one. Yeah. Okay, but what
1: But, but I like your mean? style of just one resume and then just badger that son of a bitch into a corner and he better give you an offer
0: or they can Oops. If you got a good person a and he wild. can't <laughs> show you where that, where that person has a major flaw, he better hire him. He better hire him. Yeah. He better hire him.
1: I don't want to get into personal billings and numbers and taxes. Just say, let me let me just say, let me just say, analysis, Frank, pull the trigger on this guy, do it, do it, do it. Let me just say, I have a track record of personal and professional and corporate growth year after year, dating back nearly 20 years since I started my own company. So Uh I speak from experience. I speak Uh from. Uh, a an ongoing working desk. I have send-outs on my desk right now. I have offers on my desk. I have new people starting projects. I have customers signing fee agreements. One yesterday, one tomorrow. Just got out the phone with a guy that needs to hire three people. I am actively involved in the discussions I'm talking to you about. I do know what the process is. I do know how long my customer should expect it take to take for me to deliver a couple qualified candidates. I know all this stuff from experience, not just theoretical. That bullshit. Non, yeah. That
0: was a non paid self advertisement by Jerry Albright, everybody. Okay. Found it, he, Jerry the recruiter
1: dot com or two six oh
0: three
1: four seven seventeen
0: fifteen. Now are you gonna have an after show? No, I'm too I'm too busy. Okay, good. Anthony I, DeBerry, I've got, I've I've got, got, got a burning question. Logs yeah, Anthony I've DeBerry, he said on Twitter, this is how he came to be on the show. He said he yep. can't stand me, but he likes the show. Uh, you still can't stand mm. me? Was I too hard on you today? Was it, you know, too raucous, too much for you?
2: No, I, I honestly really enjoyed the time here. I, yeah. I really do enjoy the content that your show provides. I am you gonna know, have an after for... show.
1: Kelly Blockdyke wants to have an after show. I accept There's nobody the here. There's nobody here. Okay. okay,
0: Anthony Devane,